Welcome to the Positively Midlife Podcast. We are college friends now in our 50s exploring midlife together. Join us on this journey filled with honest discussion on the topics and challenges that are important to women at midlife. Welcome back to the Midsters Podcast. I'm Ellen with my co-host Tish, and today we're going to talk about my favorite season and many of yours too, the fall. We'll talk about things that give us fall vibes and some traditions that we love on fall fashion, adventures, decorating, and fall food and drinks. It's the nostalgia of wanting to pick out new school supplies or a new lunchbox. It's the Midsters Back to School episode. What do you think, Tish? So I couldn't agree more. There's just something about this time of year and the going back to school that kind of just brings my memory back to shopping with my mom, getting all my new school supplies, and picking out that oh-so-important pencil box. <laughs> and, and all, you know, what what decorations, what kind of, uh, you know, um, folders I was going to have. And, oh, gosh, yeah. So there's just something about fall that makes it just so special. And I did notice that today, for the very first day, that I went and got my coffee and I sat on my back porch and it wasn't hot and humid already at eight o'clock in the morning. So that Get little out. bit of false coolness was starting to creep in here in South Carolina ever so slightly, <laughs> but I definitely noticed it. So I was, I was kind of excited about it. I, I'm just, I get excited about fall. Fall is one of my favorite mm -hmm. seasons as well. Oh, so good. Well, before we get into all of the great things we have to talk about, Tish, what's your obsession this week? Okay. So my obsession this week is going to be something that you're going to want to be wearing all fall. And that is the Spanx faux leather leggings. So, I mean, come on. Spanx is the best friend of our Midster group because it yes. holds everything in. It makes it look sleek and tight and it is a must have. So what I'm going to tell you is invest in that really good pair of, even if you don't like the faux leather ones, but a really good pair of leggings because mm -hmm. there's a lot of fashion that is going to pair with that this season. So that is my obsession. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you had me at Spanx, Tish, so <laughs> <laughs> enough said there. What about um, you, Ellen? What is your obsession of this week? Well, my obsession is along with this kind of back to school theme, and I'm sure that you may relate to this. I think you may relate to this, but when I would go back to school shopping with my mom, I would always want one of those fancy pens that I think had 10 different color inks at the top and you clicked each one down. You click them down. And, oh, I loved those. Right? Right. Yes. And so my obsession, my mom, she wasn't big into buying the fancy stuff for back to school. So I'm not sure how often I got one of those, but I have excuse me, an adult version. And it's called the Pentel four color razor point pen. And I just love it. It's red, green, black, and blue. And you know, you can edit or doodle and change the colors, but it's very fine. I love that. That is so fun. And it's such a nod back to those days of, you know what? Mom, buy me this special pen. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll I'll have straight A's if I have my four color pen because well, I can I can color code everything. <laughs> exactly. But you know, you get to be an adult and you find an adult version of a lot of the things that you <laughs> you always wanted. Um so we'll put some links on our face on our show notes and show some photos on on our Facebook page of our obsessions for the week. Oh, that's great. Well, yeah. I'd like to really kick it off about fall fashions. Okay. So I had mentioned how the leggings were going to play into it. So what I have noticed was there's two really diametric different looks um, going on in fashion right now. And one had to do with this very edgy street look, you know, the all black. It kind of likened me back to the my days in DC and college in the 80s. Yes. What was that group, Ellen? I'm going to say, I was just thinking the same thing. It's so funny. We're on the same wavelength. The girls from the Robert Palmer band, you know, with the guitars and the slick back yes. hair and the black and minimal the black dresses. And- yeah. yeah, you know, we just loved that. We, we we just vibed that when we were in college. So, um the Givenchy had their runway show and it really was just like this edgy heavy metal look to some of the but it was effortless and it had the leggings and it was just chic, simple and that all black look that mm. always makes you feel like you should walk so hard in those heels that you can hear go <laughs> click, click, click down the hall. <laughs> so that was one of my favorites. But the other end of it was this really um, type of romantic look. And I don't know if it's coming out of watching Bridgerton all the time or I don't know what it is, but it's that real flowy, romantic look. So, you know, whether you're in the mood for that type of look or that street edgy look, it is all there. And so I was going through a lot of the different styles that Vogue has on Instagram, and I was just loving it. Um, There was a lot of this um, graffiti type prints Mm -hmm. that they were, that they were um, matching with the all black looks. So it gave just a little hint of color Mm -hmm. in very small pockets on the clothes, but it was just so urban vibing coolness to them that, um, and I thought, well, maybe I could like, you know, create some of those looks on my own. So I'm going to try some of those out. But some of the other stuff that I was seeing was this, what they refer to as a Copenhagen street style. And again, just that more casual, edgy look to it. And so I was loving that. Um, there's still a lot of pops of skin. So you'd have shirts that had, you know, shoulders exposed, um, upper, not cleavage exposed, but like, you know, the upper around the collarbone exposed, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. meshes inserted. It was that little hint of skin that um, just, just, I don't know, just makes it interesting and vibing. Um, So there was a lot of that happening in the fashion. And then, and this one, I definitely want to try out. They have you using like a three-piece suit, the vest part of a three-piece suit, They were Mm -hmm. using the vest as shirts, so nothing underneath it, but just the vest as the shirt itself 
in very monochromatic. So the vest would match, you know, the, the looser fitting, you know, pants. Trouser, um, like a trouser. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just love that look. It was very chic um, without the shirt underneath. I think with the shirt underneath, it would make it look aged and old. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it just made it look young and fresh. So I think I'm going to try that out at some I- point here. I think I'll try that out too. And ladies, get out your hand weights, right? To keep, get the, keep those arms in shape oh, even yes. in the winter. Yep. And if you bought some of those thick-soled shoes and boots, they're still in. But you know what? The one thing I saw that I, I, I'm i just not on board with, and it's a very decisive look. And I think I think you know what I'm talking about, Alan, with the boots. Mm-hmm. So I like the fitted boots. You know, I don't need any more... Um, added volume to my legs. <laughs> um, but they had this boot that was huge on the thighs. And I thought, oh, heavens no. Not it seemed like a swashbuckler, me. like a swashbuckler boot. If I could yes, yes. I wasn't feeling that. I'm sorry. I wasn't feeling it. And it even made the, you know, the thin performers, I think it was on Rihanna or something that it really, it, I don't know, I didn't find it flattering. That is not something I'm going to try. But it was definitely interesting. <laughs> yeah, but so, just give, give me a big chunky sweater and I'm happy. Oh, yeah. You know, there's just something about fall, the fall clothes, just a real change up. So that's a little bit about the fall styles. But I want to hear, Ellen, what you love to do for fall adventures. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Well, I do remember as a kid having so many adventures in the fall. They all included driving mostly right in the back, in the back of a Ford um, Squire, country Squire station wagon. Um, No seatbelts in there, were there? (laughs) No seatbelts, no way, no how. And just taking a lot of Sunday drives um, to go apple picking and of course, enjoy all the other treats of the delicious donuts and apple cider as well. And so I really equate the fall with taking adventures and I'll still go apple picking and I'll go to a pumpkin patch as well, even without kids, right? I still love to go pick out my pumpkins, but just the idea of being in a pumpkin patch or an orchard just sounds wonderful for the fall. I would challenge you to take a beautiful plaid flannel blanket, grab a couple of your girlfriends, go out to the apple orchard, get those donuts, go sit out there in the sunshine and watch the little kids run around and reminisce about how yours did the same thing. And just really just enjoy the day, you know, soak in just the whole vibe of that. Um, But I say, don't miss out on it just because you don't have little ones anymore. 
take your girlfriends and go out and do that kind of stuff. It's so true. It's a great idea. And, you know, I still love corn mazes that they have in a lot of the pumpkin patches. They're a blast to do with your girlfriends or your boyfriend or whomever you're with. And I really enjoy sitting out at a fire pit in the fall, just in the backyard. Yeah. You know, just sitting around wrapped up in a blanket or a hoodie or a sweatshirt and just looking at the stars. It's it's somehow the fire smells better in the fall, right? It does. And and maybe like a spiked cider, like with a nice spicy rum in it or something. Um, by the fire. Yeah. That's, yeah. That sounds heavenly to me right now. <laughs> I know. I'm sure but, it does. So one of the new traditions that I had started just a couple years back was we have a lot of farms around here that plant tons and tons of sunflowers and they allow people to come for free, to come through their farms, take pictures, walk through the huge sunflowers and just really enjoy it. And I have really come to look forward to that in the right at the beginning of the fall. Um, we've done a couple really cute photo shoots before with mm-hmm. friends. Um, but seek it out because I know it's not just in my area that they do mm-hmm. this, but you know, do a Google search if you, there's any sunflower farms that let you come and enjoy them because they're spectacular. Wow. That does sound like a blast. And I have seen your photos. So let's post some of those <laughs> fabulous sunflower photos. I, I will. I definitely will. So well, let's go yes. from fall fashion to fall decorating. So I big on fall decorating. I do love it. And not just the hollow Halloween stuff. And I do love Halloween, but just the the flowers. And the just changing out your linens, you know, using all that kind of stuff. But what I've switched over to is with the pumpkins, you know, everyone does the orange pumpkins. I've been really into the heirloom pumpkins, the ones that are like green and cream color. And they're like a, a much lighter orange and there's bumpiness all over them. There's texturing to them. I absolutely love it. And you want to hear something crazy? Tell me. My heirloom pumpkin from last year just went bad. <laughs> like this month, like in You're the heat, in the, in the terrible heat. But that's how, I don't know why they last so much longer, but they last so much longer than the orange brotherins. <laughs> so, and they're so beautiful. They're really I just beautiful. love them, you know, get a couple corn stalks, a couple, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful colored mums and yeah. have just, a, you know, just a little um, thing at your door. And it just makes me happy every time I go in and out. Um, just change up your pillowcases on your yeah. couches and you get a whole new vibe going with the fall. It's so true. And you know what I love to do? I'm not sure you do this with your ranger, but my little dog, Gigi, I have three or four Halloween costumes. (laughs) And, you know, one's a sunflower, like she's a little sunflower and the other's a bumblebee. But I just love to put her in her costumes in the fall and have so much fun with it and walk around the neighborhood and Um, just have, have fun. Do you dress up ranger? 
Yeah, I do. He's not a fan of being dressed up. Um, but yes, I I have um been known to dress up poor little ranger as well. <laughs> um it just <laughs> there's I don't know what it is about when we get rid of our kids. Um, all of a sudden the dogs become the focus of all this uh silly nonsense. <laughs> oh, they do that that they do. But you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for mums too. It just seems like just exactly what you talked about, kind of that tableau of corn stalks, different colored mm-hmm. pumpkins, and some mums really and a couple hay bales. So you can yes. do those different levels. Yeah, I, I love all that. So we've gone from fashion to decorating, you know, we got to talk about some food and wine and you are in the heart of it all. You know, I am. And so I love fall inspired food and drink. I'm going to make it say to drink instead of just wine. (laughs) But, you know, I love going from my rosé or my Sauvignon Blanc to a Pinot Noir and then to just a whole lot of different reds. And right now in the fall coming up here in Napa Valley and Sonoma is the crush. And it is. Okay, Alan, wait right there. Okay. You need to explain to our people because not everybody is, is is fortunate to know about Napa and been there. But what are the two big seasons that Napa has? Well, there is what I consider the num- one of the two is mustard season. And that's where they plant all of the fields with this gorgeous yellow mustard. And last year or the year mm-hmm. before Tish came out. Yep. And we have some photos of the two of us in some fields of mustard. And it was so much fun. There's a lot of different festivals and different things um, for that. But here in the fall is when they harvest and crush the grapes to make the wine. And it's a spectacular time in Northern California. And I know Tish was talking about how it was cooling down in in South Carolina. We actually have beautiful warm weather through the end of October here. Kind of it's like our summer in a way. So going up to Napa all over, you can just smell the crush and there's a lot of activity going on and it's so much fun. So always in the fall, I love to go up and see what's happening up in Napa Valley. A lot of the restaurants have special events around it too. So I do consider myself so lucky to live so close to to Napa and Sonoma. I think next year I'm going to have to come for Crush. (laughs) I think you need to. I definitely do. The other thing that I love about fall are soups. I'm a big soup lover. And um, a friend, Laura Polly, a chef, she gave me a recipe for roasted heirloom tomato soup. And it is easy and amazing. And nothing tastes better with it than a fabulous little grilled cheese. So I can post that recipe without a doubt. Tish, do you have a favorite fall soup? I do. I do. So um, I make this uh, tortellini and sausage soup with zucchini and it has a real rich like beef bouillon base to it and it has crushed tomatoes in it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is a full on meal, it, you know, as a soup, but um, 
I have made it a lot of times and people just absolutely go crazy over it. Um, but it has the beef tortellinis. It has zucchini, onions. Um, there's even uh, a Romano cheese in it. And um, it is spectacular. And I think we need to post both of those yeah. recipes because they're so spectacular. Is that a but family yes, recipe? I love the savory stuff. It's what? Is that a it's family a recipe? recipe? That was my that was my creation recipe. Nice. So yeah. Nice. So um, you love the savories. So fall is really your time. I think you told me that you've even hollowed out mini pumpkins and served soup in those. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, we I used to have my own catering business and um we used to do these like kind of themed um luncheons. And the one year I got these tiny, the tiny ones, not the teeny, teeny ones, but the ones that are kind of like a large softball size. And we hollowed them out and then we put the soup inside the pumpkin. And then we put the top, like kind of affixed to it off at the side. And I got to tell you, the ladies who we served the luncheon to were fighting over taking their pumpkins home. (laughs) It It was so funny. But it just added something to it. And you can buy those little pumpkins for like a dollar a piece. And if it's, it would just make such a splash at your next dinner party, Mm -hmm. um, serving your soup out of the pumpkin. It was spectacular. Wow. I know they have those at Trader Joe's. That's a good place to get those little mini pumpkins out here at least. Um, It sounds fabulous. Well, I just wanted to chat about my slow cooker. Because this is something else I break out in the fall. And I make um, cocoa van and beef stew quite a bit in the slow cooker. And I love that you can just put it in in the morning and you have something that smells delicious all day long and that you want to eat when it's dinner time. So loving. Well, Alan, what is a cocoa van? It's um, it's like a chicken dish, French, so chicken and wine. So it's almost like a chicken stew with with wine. It's delicious, and I can put a uh, definitely put a Cocovan slow cooker recipe on our show notes too. So, um, I think it's you know it, it's very savory and warm. It's something that warms your bones, you know. Mm, that's not, that, that must smell incredible with the wine and the chicken cooking during the day because you said it's a slow cook method, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That must be spectacular. What kind of wine would you use in something like that? I think you use like a nice red wine, like a burgundy. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to ask Julia Child. She'll tell us what wine to put in it. Absolutely. <laughs> and that. to pour. The most important thing is that you pour yourself a glass as it nears completion on on that but you know there is just pumpkin everything with food and of course the you know widely popular pumpkin spice lattes and chais and all of that but i i'm not somebody who has a particular pumpkin recipe but i know that you have a recipe that people go crazy over with pumpkin yes i make these mini pumpkin muffins and um, I have to say it is my youngest son's absolute favorite sweet thing that I make. And I do the pumpkin muffins. And instead of using canned pumpkin, I used canned pumpkin pie mix. It just adds a different depth to the muffins. And then I use white raisins. 
and they mm. plump up really big in the muffins. Um, unlike their the red raisins that tend to be a little drier, even when they're cooked, the white ones just tend to get more um, chewy and juicy in there. I have made them for years and years, especially when it came to, you know how they have the back to school days for the teachers yeah. and they ask you to send in some food for the teachers, luncheon. I would send the muffins and every single time I would get messages back through my kids. Oh my God, please send more muffins. <laughs> <laughs> and when you do them as the minis, everyone can just get a little piece of it. But if you're mm -hmm. going somewhere and you just need a basket of something to share, these things are spectacular. And I will share that recipe as well because it is um, fantastic. You can make loaves out of it, but I just like the little mini muffins. There's just something special about them. You can pop them in your mouth. But um, I think I might have to make them as I take Liam up to school before I leave, maybe mm -hmm. make a bunch for him and his new roommates coming up. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would be great. You'd really, he'd be the, obviously the most popular kid in the dorm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. So even though it's still kind of warm, both where you are and I am, there's just something about the cooling off and the starting of fall that is just a special time. And I want you to start your own traditions and think about, you know, our listeners, just think about the different things that you want to share with your friends and family that are special about fall and just take that moment to find your joy about what it is about fall. What is it the food? Mm -hmm. Is it the wine? Is it the different adventures? You know, we want you to really celebrate this coming season and we would absolutely love if you would post on the Midsters podcast Facebook page some of your pictures that you you have, whether it's fashion or adventures or whatever it is. We would love if you shared what you love most about the fall. Absolutely. Definitely, folks, put those photos up or just drop us a line too. We'd love to hear from you. So that kind of wraps up our session for today, ladies. But till next week, Midsters, I want you to have a great fall beginning. Bye, Midsters. Till next week. The Positively Midlife podcast will drop every Wednesday. Become part of our tribe of women excited to thrive in midlife. Like subscribe, and follow us wherever you listen and invite your friends along. Until next time, have a great week.